You know, our Lord Jesus is the builder of the church. In the Gospels, he only said the word church, or ecclesia, translated as church, twice. And they're both in the book of Matthew. The first occasion is Matthew 16, when Peter made the great confession, Simon did, that you're the Christ, you're the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus told him, right. Flesh and blood hadn't revealed this to you, but my Father's in heaven has revealed this to you. And I say to you that you are Peter, Simon Bar-Jonah. He reminded him of the new name that he gave him. Who knows the Lord gives us new identities. Yes, thank you. We all have messed up identities. We need new ones from the Lord. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Amen. Somebody said, Alan, did you know you were born in a woman's body? Yes, she was my mother. Thank the Lord I was born. So he said, on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. That's the church universal, everywhere in time and space. So we are members of the same church from the first century, and the same church into the coming centuries, should the Lord tarry the same church. The second time he used the word church was in Matthew 18. And this can only be applied in a local church. He said, if someone offends you, hurt you, go to them alone. Who knows that's good advice. Yeah. In Texas, it seems like we want to go to everybody but the person that offended us because they should just know. People don't know, they have blind spots. Go to them, and if it doesn't work to be reconciled, take one or two people with you and be reconciled. Sometimes with a pastor, people skip step one and jump to step two. I don't mind that. I just as soon have a witness anyway. And uh, reconciliation is a goal. And if that doesn't work, then let them be as a publican and a tax collector. Who knows, the Lord loves publicans and tax collectors. But we do not allow them to be an influence in our life, right? So he used the word church there. Now that can only be applied locally. If a church in Anchorage, Alaska has a problem like that, Granbury has no business knowing about that. That's none of our business, right? So it's a local church issue. So Jesus sees the church universally and locally. What are local churches? They are local expressions of the universal church. They're the agencies of the kingdom of God. In Revelation, seven times Jesus said these words, and they each time came at the end of a letter he dictated to a specific local church in Turkey, called Asia Minor, those of you who are theologians. And he said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. There's only one church universal, but there's plural churches locally. Who knows that's true? Yeah. So I'm part of an expression of the universal church. I'm part of the expression of the body of Christ. You're part of the expression of the body of Christ. So there's only one body of Christ, only one Jesus, right? Yeah. But there's many expressions of that unity, and that's the respect under which we gather here today. But who knows, that expression doesn't work without forgiveness. No wonder the Lord hammered so hard on forgiveness in one place he gave this great promise if you have faith in god you can speak to this mountain it will be moved into the sea and when you stand praying forgive or your father will not forgive you 
in the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our debts or our sins, our trespasses, as we forgive those who've trespassed against us. What is forgiveness? It is canceling a debt, not because the sinner is worthy, but because he is worthy. Amen. And he reigns. Can I get an amen? Amen. And the reigning king commands us to forgive one another. So let me just say this. I know a number of people here. If I've offended any of you, please come to me. I have blind spots. I know I should just know, but I don't know. So come to me. You, you can go ahead and skip to step two. Bring one or two witnesses with you. And let's be reconciled. This is what makes the bride of Christ shine. Jesus said the world will know that we are his disciples by our what? Love. By our love for one another. Well, that love isn't just a goosey, shallow, romantic love. That is a love that is till death do we part kind of love. Yeah. Therefore, we must forgive each other. One time, Jesus asked his disciples, uh, let, let me skip that part. Years ago in the 80s, a man and a woman moved to Granbury named Ken and Barbara Smith. Yes, they moved here to build a house. Yes, you could say it was a Ken and Barbie house. It was a frame house in Western Hills Harbor. And they lived in an RV while they were building the house with their own hands and they ran out of money. And Ken's father gave them the money to finish the house. Now here's what's significant about that. When Ken was five years old, his parents divorced and he never saw his father again, except one time and it was from a distance across a church during a funeral. He grew up hearing horrible things about his father from his grandparents. His mother who never remarried, raised him as a single parent, he was the only child, never spoke ill of his father. So Ken marries a woman named Barbie, Barbara, and they start a family. And when those kids are about grown, Ken becomes convicted that he had never reached out to his dad to see if they can reconcile. And so he wrote his dad a letter asking for his father's forgiveness for not reaching out to him earlier and for the bitterness that he had in his heart to him, asking for forgiveness. As soon as he could, his father wrote a response asking for his forgiveness, said, no, I'm the one that needs to repent and ask you to forgive me. To make a long story short, they reconciled. Ken met his father's wife and their children. So he found siblings he didn't know he had. So his family enlarged. And when his father's wife died, he married Ken's mother. They remarried. And together, this reconciled couple helped Ken and Barbara Smith complete their house at 788 Hidden Valley. In her later years, Ken's mother was cared for by the children of her husband's second wife. Ken, who was an only child, would have been burdened greatly to have to care for her. She lived in Amarillo, he lived in Granbury. What's the significance of this? Ken and Barbara Smith were able to host prayer meetings in this house that became a local church. Ken and Barbara Smith had time to be part of the building of a new local church in town 31 years ago and counting, all because of forgiveness. Saints, 
brothers, sisters, friends, this is imperative. We must forgive one another because we did not know what destiny is waiting on us to obey the Lord. That's a good word. Does Amen. Jesus reign? Yes. Or not? Yes. He is Lord of all. The Bible predicts a day will come when every knee will bow. If you've got two knees, they're hitting the ground. And every tongue will confess. That's not just your mouth, that's your language. Every language is going to say, Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of, Father, of the Father. In Spanish, they're going to say, Jesus Cristo es el Señor. In Hebrew, they're going to say, Yeshua HaMashiach. In every language, you're going to declare, Jesus Christ is Lord. If he's worthy then, he's worthy now. Yes. Let's let him be Lord of all. Somebody said if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. Well, that's not exactly true, but it sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> Jesus reigns. Let's allow him to reign in our life. His disciples came to him one day and Peter asked this question, Lord, how many, how many times should I forgive my brother? Seven times? Now, he thought he was being generous because some rabbis during that day said you could forgive three times and then after that it was over. Jesus said seven times a day. Daily, seven times. Another place he said 70 times seven. When he said that, the disciples said, Lord, increase our faith. They couldn't imagine being able to be obedient to that. If someone sinned against you seven times and each time repented, you forgave, and then they did it again, and again, and again till you lost count, basically. Increase our faith. And here's where the well-known mustard seed passage comes from. Jesus, in an answer to their request, which was to increase their faith so they could forgive a brother seven times daily, was this. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, it doesn't take much, you can say to this black mulberry tree, this sycamine tree, be uprooted and cast into the sea and it should obey you. Which of you having a servant working in the field, do you not call in and have fixed dinner for you before he gets to eat? And when he has finished serving you, you don't even have to say thank you because he's done that which is duty to do. What was he saying? When we forgive each other, we're not worthy of any reward. We're doing that which is, which is our duty. It's Christianity 101. Can you do something for me? I just want to pray for our hearts. Can you put both your hands on your heart? I'm going to pray for your heart in the area of forgiveness. And then I'm going to have you raise one hand. And we're going to command every ounce of unforgiveness to go. Can we do that? Father, we thank you for this joyous occasion. Thank you, Lord, for the weather and the blessings and the food and the word and the worship, the music and the messages. But Lord, right now we just focus on our hearts. Lord, if there's any unforgiveness in us, if there's anyone we need to go confront or go and apologize to because we know something, give us the courage to do it. Lord, may all cowardice be flushed from our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So keep one hand there and raise the other hand. Repeat after me. Unforgiveness. 
Unforgiveness. You've got to go. You've got to go. Be uprooted from our hearts. Be uprooted from our and hearts. And cast into Lake Granbury. And cast into Lake Granbury. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now let the Lord fill your heart. Because Jesus said when an evil spirit leaves us, he'll come back and bring seven buddies and move right back in and we'll be eight times worse than we were unless we're filled with the things of God. So if you've truly forgiven, man, seek to be filled with the Spirit. Worship. Just fill yourself with the Word. Find your place in a good congregation and move forward. Thank you so much for this opportunity to share. Amen. Amen.